Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, uh, we've got a little bit of a positive uptick here from following the coronavirus situation for the last two weeks. We're going to do a Tell Dell, and I'm really excited to bring up uh, this couple here that has, get this, 3,391 units. They're calling them doors. I guess that's what the industry calls them. 27 different multifamily deals. Two of them as leads, six of them as KPs, and the rest of them as passive investors. So we've got quite a bit to talk about here today. So let's welcome Alan and Laurel Beezer. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, how are you, Dale? Good day. Thanks for having me. I'm way better than I deserve to be. <laughs> yeah, especially with everything going on. Absolutely. With everything going on, with my age and all the stuff that's wrong with my body, I'm I'm probably at risk more than anybody. But you know what? It's good to be alive one more day, so we'll take it and uh, we'll count it. So let's talk about you guys here because we need some positivity. Looks like your story has a lot of positivity. And I'd like to start since I really have never done your your story on the radio before let's take it way back to the beginning tell us about yourselves and how you finally decided to get into something like this okay uh so we have uh been uh i think members since uh august of 2016 prior to that though i mean even when we first got married we we, we bought a house with a basement apartment uh, to kind of help us get through college and we we've kind of fell in love with real estate we just didn't know how to take it to the next level. And uh, after we joined Lifestyles is w- where we really learned the map and the ability to, to take it. And boy, we've, we've loved it ever since we've joined. Now, what does that say about you? And let's think about this. This is not a 
a criticism. This is just a question. What does that say about you that as a husband and wife, you were willing to take a, a tenant in downstairs? Tell me, how did you rationalize that? Because, you know, my, I'm the biggest real estate investor, pro-investor. In other words, I'm not the biggest investor, but I'm pro on it more than anybody else. But I would never think of living with a tenant. How did you guys rationalize that? <laughs> Well, both of our, interestingly enough, both of our parents had little apartments in part of their basement, and they're totally separate entrances. And so we grew up always having, you know, some kind of little tenant uh, in one part of our house. And so we were used to that, and we just realized that having a tenant would pay more than half of our house payment. And we were both going to college at the time, so we never did rent. We went straight into buying a house, and so we knew we wanted someone to help us make the house payment. You know, that's amazing. And you, you might think that I'm dwelling on this for no reason because you get this gigantic story of all the success you've done. But to me, it, it's, it says something about your personalities that, you know, is it frugal? You know, I mean, is it, you know, you think about people grow up, and they they hate tenants. They hate even having a rent house. Yet it's within your purview to actually live with a tenant, either next door to you in a duplex or downstairs, whatever. And your parents did it. Does that that mean you were brought up pretty frugal? That you you figured you better have a way to make ends meet. Yeah, both of us were were brought up in frugal families. Um, Tightwads. Tightwads. <laughs> Tightwads. Uh, I didn't say it, but, man, I was going to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could also see that there was an avenue for expansion of that, uh, like Laurel's dad had, had done some rent rental real estate, some development of lots and a few things like that, and some commercial real estate. And so we, we could see that there was a path somewhere. We just didn't know what that path was. So we were always open to the idea of real estate. We, we continued to have several uh, rent houses as we moved through our life. And we, we, we moved around the country a little bit, so it was a little bit harder to do that. But uh, we could always see there was a path there. We just couldn't quite make it totally work <laughs> the way that we wanted to until we found lifestyle. Yeah, we mostly did a lot of things wrong. Well, that was going to be my next question is, you know, now that you know the things to do, and by the way, this is really acerbated by the last couple of days because we've had no less than 100 different leads and our attorneys and our CPAs and our bankers, I mean, we're meeting every day, all day long, basically. I'm figuring out how to get through all this, right? So I'm sitting here going, man, this is massive amounts of information. I'm working harder now than I've ever worked before. So now I'm seeing what it's like to come into this business from afar and go, wow. This is really complicated. And by the way, the business is not that complicated, but the way things are changing, right, that's going on is in my brain is, is saying it's complicated. And it probably isn't even half as complicated as I feel like it is. It's just because I'm old and I don't like to change. But you guys, did you know, when did you know that what you were doing wasn't as effective as it could be? When we sat down at the two day, when we sat down at the, no, it was, the, uh, was it the two day? Or the two hour, the Actually, two hour. The two hour free seminar. We we had gone to our financial advisor, and we we had been very frugal and saved a lot of money. Like twenty one percent of my income 
all the all the basically every every month and uh, had a sizable amount in savings. But uh, even with that, he told us, uh, you know, if you just work a little bit longer and you just save a little bit more, you know, but and, and uh, by the time you're 90, we can make sure that you don't run out of money, you know, before yeah. you die. And that really kind of pissed us off. So we went to the free two-hour seminar. Laurel had been listening to the radio show for, for a year. And uh, we decided, dang it, we're, we're going to this thing. And it really opened our eyes. And we immediately went to the two-day as soon as we could. And and, and, and join right then. So, Well, I want to hear uh, what your aha moments were for the two-day, um, because that's always interesting. I, I think, though, that as you sit here and you think about the fact that you were saving all that money and you, you went to see the financial planner, I call that the conversation where they say, really the solution here, guys, Alan, you need to die before you run out of money. That's the <laughs> yeah. solution, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what it comes That's down it to, right? It's like, you know, you don't have enough money to last till you're 80 or 90 or 100. You you just need to die. And you'll have enough money left, especially after saving 21%. Man, I bet you can live all the way to 79, which has got to off you right before you get to be 80. So yeah. we all have, we've all had that conversation with the financial planner where it's just ridiculous that they they have no way of figuring out how to get you keep you in high cotton all the way into your elder years. So you went to the two-day Right, the, the the two hour was interesting enough, and it's I'd say fifty seventy five percent motivational and fifty seventy five percent whatever it is uh, you know educational, but then you go to the yeah. two day, and man, there's just a ton of stuff that's packed packed into the two day. I don't know who you took it with, but whoever it is, it's just massive information. What were your aha moments, if you can sh- remember back? Sure. Well, we had a son in law who was actually doing this with a syndicator in New York City at the time. And we had watched him for three or four years, and he was making fantastic money. Um, His net worth was higher than ours, and he was not even, you know, 30, and he was doing very well. So we invested. We had previously, just a couple of months earlier, bitten the bullet and invested with this syndicator in New York after watching our son-in-law. And because... We didn't really know how it worked. We just knew that you put in this money and somehow it refinanced later and you got more money and you still own the property, but we weren't sure how it worked. So when we went to the two-day, it was just like they put an example up on the board and we both just looked at each other and said, oh, my heck, that's what we just did. That's how it works. And, And we can keep doing this. I mean, that's how it works. We just didn't really know. For sure. And so that was, for us, the, a big aha moment. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's what they're doing. We can do this. We can jump in with all four feet, toes, everything, and get some money and do this. This is the, the right way. Plus, when they did the single family, we were looking at each other going, oh, my gosh, we're so stupid. We've been doing this all wrong for so long and not doing the credit checks and all right, we'll cover margin. we'll cover that when we get back. We'll pick this back up. We'll be right back with okay. Alan Laurel and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. You have to decide, am I willing to get in right now? Is the world over? Is the good world over? Is it going to crash? Miss your chance to ask Dell a question during the show? You can connect with Dell off the air, too. Go to DellOnTheRadio.com, click on the Twitter link, and ask your question. Hashtag 
ask Dell. I believe that a good teacher has the skill set to be able to bring people through multiple levels of learning that are completely different from one another. Have a comment for Dell instead? Use hashtag TellDell. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Alan and Laurel Beezer out of the, I believe it's the Dallas area, and uh, they've uh, currently are in the ownership possession of 3,391 units. Uh, that is spread across 27 apartment complexes, and they are leads in two of them and passive in the rest of them, so they've got quite a bit to talk about here today. But as we were going to break, uh, Laurel was sharing with us uh, her epiphany at the two-day about owning single families before they ever joined up to Lifestyles. And I think I want to go back to that again, Laurel, because um, if there's anything that's pretty common in the two-day when people talk to me about it afterwards is that they're like, wow, I had these things and I didn't even know what I was doing with them. What, what did you see that was really different? 
Well, the way we bought them was pretty similar. We try to buy them, you know, low price, but we always were trying to hurry and pay them off so that we would, instead of having a big debt on them, we were trying to pay them off. That was one of the things. But I think the worst was in how we got our tenants. Uh, we weren't doing background or credit checks, and we weren't really vetting our, our people very well. And so we were having purple Martians that either destroyed our property or who skipped or who declared bankruptcy, and then we couldn't collect rent. And so that was our biggest issue was the people we were putting in, and that was our fault. Yeah, no, as, as we were sitting there with David Fisher, and he would go through all the examples of kind of like things that you did wrong, we'd look at each other, okay, we did that. So it was, it was, it was, that, that was one big epiphany. It was like, okay, here is a way we can do this right. So uh, did you get the feeling that they were talking to you as David was talking to you? <laughs> yeah. Talking about us yeah. when oh, they were about. talking about the mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's pretty common. I mean, that's, it's something that's amazing that people get into the real estate and they don't ever bother to learn how to do it. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, it amazes me. And uh, Well, but we had been looking. We had been looking for a long time for some kind of path or some kind of way because we knew we weren't doing it right. And we'd read a bunch of books and we had been to several of these kind of uh, presentations. So, so we had been looking. We just didn't find it. Mm, interesting. All right. So what else did you get out of the two days? So you, we figured out that some of the single family work you had done hadn't been up to, you know, snuff. What else did you learn? So I think the other big thing was, you know, once we got through the first day, we, we had uh, initially thought, okay, this is a good way we can, we can get in here. We can buy some single family houses and do it correctly now. And then we got into the second day and it was like, oh my gosh, this is what we have been totally missing. Who, who knew that regular people could, could uh, get involved in multifamily real estate ownership and, uh, and, and the returns that, that you could get by being involved in that, learning how to do it the right way. So that, that, that was a big epiphany. And uh, I mean, it was amazing, right, to, uh, to be able to see that. And, and we were, since we'd seen it done by our son-in-law, we knew it was possible, and that's what Laurel said earlier. You know, we, we, we bought into it, right? We bought it into it right away. And well, we'd lost a lot of money in the stock market also. We were in high tech in a lot of places. So several times we had lost pretty much everything, and it just made us so mad. Yeah, similar to what you did in, was it 87? Yeah, on your birthday? exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. The, um, the interesting thing is... Um, as I'm listening to your story here, I've just thought of something I don't, this is kind of a new thought for me. I've never really used it before, but it, it kind of makes sense is that, you know, you, you, you think about buying an apartment complex, even myself when I first started doing it, because I didn't have lifestyles to come to. I had to learn all this stuff on my own, uh, trial and error and make mistakes just like everybody else. But it was like you bought it because you thought it would, it would create cash flow and there was no process to it. It was just own it and try to keep it full. And that was really the thought process. But when you go to the two day, you figure out that there is a complete system, a mathematically derived system 
to make this thing work. Did, did, did that shock you, that you'd already been doing it and not even known that there was a really a magical mathematical system that it all worked by? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and so that was obviously, well, maybe not obviously to everybody, but obvious to us that, okay, this, this works, and, and here's, here's the math that, that makes it work. Um, so it was, it was incredible. And, yeah, and then everything's out for you, right? We, we look at each other all the time and, and, think to our, and, and say to ourselves, how in the world could we do this on our own? Uh, especially going through the crisis that, that we're all going through right, right now, there, there's such a, um, Boy. a community of like-minded people that, that help give us advice, mentors, other leads, um, other passive investors, um, all of the group at Lifestyles. Uh, that and that uh, it's it's just amazing. I, I I don't know how somebody could get through all of this stuff, even on a normal basis, without. Um, some great help, some great leaders, a great. You know, I, I don't think they will, Alan. To be honest with you, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to lose their shirt in this in this coronavirus oh, wow. environment. And I, I agree with you. I mean, I've been sitting here for the last two weeks on the phone, through internet conversations with you know, I just rounded up to hundred hundred people that all are out there. We're all doing this together and we're all looking for the answers and we're fighting through the legal aspects of it and the, you know, the public aspects of it and the whole bit. And you're right. I, even myself, I'm sitting here going, I don't think I'd get through this without having the support of all these different people that are bringing all these incredible ideas uh, and solutions to the table. So, yes, I agree with you on that. Let's talk about coming out of the two day. What did you do right away? What was your first plan? I always like to hear people's first plan. You know, you sit there, you get excited. You know, uh, David calls it peeing your pants excited. I know if you took his <laughs> seminar, he talks about that. You come out excited. What was your plan right out of the blocks? Our house was paid off. So literally the next day, I started getting our house uh, refinanced so that we would have that cash to go. And we had... Uh, we had a lot of money in savings. We had some Roth IRAs. And so immediately we refinanced our house. We cashed in our Roth IRAs and got had our money in cash. And so we decided to get all the education we could. We went to meet with our mentors. We did everything we could right away. Went the very first road trip, had business cards plant, uh, printed, and we got, you know, they say at the, at the meet and greet, uh, the speed dating, that you should get 10 cards. I think we got 20 cards our first time, and we got on everybody's list, and I started calling previous investors in the Leeds deals to find out if they liked their lead or not. And wow. we got into a deal. We got into a deal our third week. We All right, we're going to talk about that program. when we come back because that's very interesting. We're going to take a short break. Be right back with Alan and Laurel on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Dell Wamsley. 
Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Alan and Laurel Beezer, who have, uh, you know, a little, th- little over 3,300 units and uh, spread out over 27 apartment complexes. They're a lead in two. So we need to get into this topic of when we went to break, I was going to come back to the point that she made that when they came out of the two-day, they really quickly got lined up with a bunch of lead investors. And by the way, leads are what we give a name to in lifestyles that um, are syndicators. The difference is in lifestyles, you have to qualify, you have to pass tests to get to be a lead. You have to sign an agreement to follow the rules. Whereas out there on the street, syndicators can do whatever they want, take advantage of people, overcharge them, underdeliver, and so forth. With our group, you have to sign an agreement saying, I will follow these rules, and so forth. So, Laurel, as we came out of the break, or we went into the break, I'm sorry, you were talking about the fact that you got all these names, and then you started talking to other passives, I believe, other partners of these people to decide whether or not they were interesting to you? Yes. Uh, The one guy had had a a deal and he was looking for investors. And so he had done one other deal before. So I asked him for his list of investors and I called every single one of them and asked them what they thought of the lead, uh, you know, all the the pertinent questions. uh, If they liked him, was he good at communication? Would they invest with him again? And without a doubt, everyone but two of them said they would invest again and the reason those two were not is because one was out of money and the other one was going to do a lead deal himself gotcha so let's talk about i'm sorry go ahead no there's there's such a great network network of other passives and uh, from a passive perspective you can rely on each other to say you know ask questions about hey what do you think about this this couple or this guy or this gal uh as as leads and uh you know you're you're really not going into this blindly uh plus as you said earlier um all the leads have to sign a code of conduct conduct and that was very appealing to us too that that, that there were some rules in place and people needed to follow the rules and make make it fair for everybody excellent let's talk about your plan when you came out did you decide um, a pl- that's not the way to say that. Did you develop a plan, a specific plan on how you were going to fill up your your investments? In other words, say we're going to buy X number per year, or we're going to we're going to do um, this kind of deal. Did you have the type of deal you were looking for? And then I'm going to tie that into the next question. This all kind of ties together. Is um, did you put more weight on the lead or more weight on the deal? Okay, um, you know I I think our job five times in the first five months. But um, it started out, okay, I think we're going to get uh, like three or four single families by the end of the year. And uh, within a week or so, it was, okay, we might do one or two of those, but I think we're going to focus more on multifamily, you know, as, as you get involved in like the orientation and some of the meetings and so, so on and so forth. Uh, it, our, our goals change, but then moving on to your next point was was it the lead or the or the deal? I think we probably put more weight on the lead. You know, how did they interact with um, their investors? How did their current investors think about them? Were they fair? Were they honest? Were they uh, did they communicate well? Uh, did they make them money? I mean, uh, so it was it was. Kind of, uh, I think we always say, right, we're we're drinking from the fire hose for the first few months. 
And uh, that, that that's certainly true. But boy, the amount of learning that you get is is incredible uh, to help you kind of help catapult you into something as quickly as you want to move. So I was looking over here at your returns. I see New York deal, 54% return in two years. Cedar Square deal uh, sold after 18 months for 82%. River Bend deal, 34% return after 18 months. Uh, 1,000 Mary refined at 82% return after two years. Villa Casta um, returned about 60%, um, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got all these deals that you're making money on. Um, how quickly did you load up on deals? Uh, well, yeah, the, I mean, the first one was within three weeks. I think the first year, well, we, we only had a few months, but we got into three passive deals in 2016. In 2017, we got into 11 more passive deals. And then it was around 2018 that we decided, you know, hey, I think we can do this. I think we could be a lead if, if we wanted to. And uh, it's probably a little bit quicker path for me being able to retire as well. But we, we got into 10 passive deals in 2018 along with one lead deal. 2019 was a little slower. Um, we, we only got into two passive deals because we were looking for our second lead deal. And we, we were able to get into that in 2019. And we needed to hold back our cash to, to be able to take care of that. And honestly, the uh, and, and what we've done since, I think the, the list you have, we just the, since this, the first of this year, we're in five more passive deals. You know, it's really interesting to me that you, you would go back to passives once you've been a lead, but I've done it too. I, I did five passive deals last year, and uh, did, then I went and did an IRO deal. So, I mean, it's interesting how you, you kind of shoot all over the place uh, with this stuff. Let's talk about, if we can, the, the, the plan here, and gosh, it's, it's really difficult for me to get this to where I want it to be. Okay, I'm going to just, I guess I have to chop it into two parts. Let's talk about, first of all, the plan to retire. How did you see this working out for you for the long-term plan for your family? Because now you sure. said, we're going to step it up and go and be a lead. Uh, it's going to get yeah. us there quicker. What, what is the plan for the family? So Laurel has already retired from things that she was doing before. She's a professional real estate person now um, because we do manage our own properties. Um, so she's a real estate professional. And then our plan for, for, for me, really, we, we've been kind of tracking um, our passive income through this uh, for the belt, obviously, since we first started, too. But, I, you know, the last couple of years, we've actually made more in lifestyles than we have with my W-2 job. So the plan was to be able to retire me this sometime in 2020. Okay. So um, I've got to go ahead and bring this to light. It's in here. And I'm sure that it's probably a standing joke for your family, but uh, you're known as the milkman. You want to explain that to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So my my W two job for the last thirty plus years, I've I've been in the dairy industry, and uh, there's a lot of folks in lifestyles that you're trying to I guess set yourself apart from, uh, make yourself stand up out. There's you know accountants, attorneys, and a lot of engineers, a lot of IT people. But there's only one milkman, 
and that's me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now we call that branding, and that's pretty good. They're not going to not going <laughs> to mistake you for anybody else, right? The in fact, in fact, that's the name of our property management company is Milkman Capital. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! <laughs> and you know <laughs> what? When good. we made our when we made our very first uh, distribution to uh, our passives when we were on our lead deal. He had been looking forward to saying this for months, and so he sent. When we sent the check, he had a great big note that said, "The milkman delivers." No doubt, I was going to work with one something like that. That that one's good. I was going to say, "Hey, we're milking this property, right?" <laughs> yeah, <there you laughs> it, go. it goes on. The, the the entertainment value goes on and on and on with that type of thing. <laughs> you got to have fun. All right. So we, we're going to talk about when did you finally decide and what made you decide? And I've only got a minute and a half for this one, so we've got to get this answer out, and we'll come back at another break. But when did you decide to become leads, and what made you decide okay. it was time to be leads? Well, it was interesting because we were we were uh, passives in a lot of deals, and and people that we knew would say to us, now, when are you going to be a lead? And we had kind of thought about it, but not real seriously, and so, you know, the more people that told us that, we thought, well, you know, we could really do this, and this would be a quicker path to uh, get into retirement. So that was in twenty early 2018. Okay. Well, Alan is very involved. He reads all the reports. He goes through everything line by line. We are in, very involved. We're, we call ourselves life, lifestyle crackheads. And so we just kind of, it evolved. Like you said, our plans changed so many times. And because we were crackheads, lifestyle crackheads, we just decided we could take it to the next step. Man, I'm wondering what people sitting out there in the outside are thinking. We got milkmen and crackheads and <laughs> you know, people listening to this radio show right now have got to be losing their mind. They're sitting home well, and then, with all and kinds then we of problems. Go into rehab, right, Del? Yeah, well, we got to go to break, then we'll go to rehab. All right, we'll take you back here in a minute. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. We know you're out there. Hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Del is Alan and Laurel Beezer out of Dallas, Texas area. Actually, uh, Heath, Texas, to be more specific, but uh, that's up in the Dallas area. And uh, they have currently have a, a little over 3,300 3, units, 27 different apartment complexes, and they are leads in two. As we went to break, we're talking about becoming a lead investor, and I want to talk to you now about 
how did you decide which property was the right property? I mean, that, that first one, that's your baby. That's, that's where you put the rubber to the road for the first time, and you've got people's money, not just your money, but somebody else's money. Their life savings are being put in your pocket to do this thing. And uh, it's scary to me when I use other people's money. It's not when I use my own for some reason. I have no idea why. But when, man, as soon as I get anybody else's money in my deal, I start thinking differently about it. How did you pick the one, the first deal? What what was it about that deal that said, this is where we need to go? Okay. So first of all, I want to just agree with you what you said, boy, but once you start taking other people's money, it, it adds a whole nother level of responsibility and uh, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing. We were looking for a good property in the DFW area that had some opportunities for, for growth potential. Um, something that was fairly, since, since it was our first deal, we wanted to make sure that, uh, that there were some upside potential. Um, that it was maybe the bones of the property, the, the basic structure of the facility was in good shape, but yet there were opportunities to uh, maybe take it to the next level. And that's what we found with our first property. Um, it, it had been owned by uh, a, a wonderful couple that had done a great job maintaining the property, but there were a lot of things that we saw that we could do uh, by raising the rents, instituting rubs, um, kind of sprucing the place up a bit that would that would allow us to kind of take it to the next level. Um, so uh, that's kind of what we looked for, and we were very fortunate to be able to find it. And uh, and and because we were fairly well known within the group, it was it was hard to pick. And and you know that's the other thing about life. Yeah, pick pick, pick the people that would would be able to invest with us. So we we actually uh, took smaller amounts of investments from, from, from folks to try to get as many people as we could into the deal. That's always nice. Uh, I always like to see that people do that, especially with the smaller deals. What, what was the size of your first deal? Uh, it was uh, it was only 11 units, uh, and it was uh, about a million dollars. So um, we... We, we were able to get actually 17 investors w with us in that deal. <laughs> so we kind of set a maximum of what people could invest. That is hilarious. I mean, I thought it was, uh, yeah. I bought uh, 30 years ago, probably 25, 20 to 30, something like that. I bought a 10 unit and uh, I had four families and myself in it. And it was only 10 units, and we had to raise $25,000. Now, think about that. That was our down payment, 25 grand. Total price was 200 grand. And we had five families coming up with 25,000 bucks. So you can imagine how cheap we were. I mean, it's like you'd bend over and the hand wouldn't go into the pocket. It was, it was that tough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm leaning over and those hands won't go in there, man. Uh, you know, nobody wanted to risk very much back then because we didn't have the track record we have now. Uh, so what did you do with the 11? Is it, uh, you still have it? No, we sold that after uh, 13 months. We held it for 13 months and uh, we were able to sell it for, uh, well, we, we had already given out one distribution, um, and, but but we had somebody approach us and uh, decided with with the with the partnership, we took a vote. We want to make sure 
that uh, everybody was on board with this, but we were able to sell it and get a 66% return in just 13 months. Wow, that's sweet. That's sweet. And you know that it's really designed that way. I'm sure you guys understand by taking the classes and getting your certification as a lead is that we really want people to right size their deals. In other words, the reason we make you put up money on the first deal, more money on the first deal, a larger percentage, is because we want you to start small. We don't want you to go out there and tackle something that's too big for you. And, you know, so you can get that little one done and get rid of it, which then also becomes a jump start for the next beginner because that yeah, absolutely. offers up that small property to the next guy to come do something with. And we never really completely fix the small ones because they just keep getting handed down, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's always upside. I think I've sold some apartment complexes. Uh, our brokerage firm has sold some apartment complexes as much as five or six times the small ones, you know, because they just keep changing hands as people come in and go, all right, I'm done with that. I've grown past that. Let's go into something larger. So let's talk about the second one. What size was the second one you did? And um, tell us about it. Okay. So the second one was uh, uh, 66 units. It is 66 units, Laurel says, uh, because it is still 66 units. Um, but it's a, it's a townhome community in Arlington. So still in the DFW Metroplex, we decided we wanted to try to stay close to home so that we could uh, be super involved. It was another case where it was owned by an uh, independent rental owner that had had it for about four years. Um, done, a, done, done a decent job with it, right? But um, there were lots of opportunities we could see that, that we could kind of take it to the next level. A lot of deferred maintenance and things. Yeah, just opportunities that, that hadn't been done. Um, and, and since we completely self-managed, the first one did everything. It was nice to have a property now where we could afford to have uh, two on-site uh, folks, a maintenance person and, and, a, and an on-site community manager. Uh, Laurel's still super involved. Uh, she's probably there at least a couple of days every week, plus on the phone every day multiple times. And then I'm kind of overseeing any of the rehab that takes place as we move it move it to its new place. I have to say I remember when I bought my first 64 unit and there is a difference. It's the, it's almost like the 11 unit doesn't even seem like an apartment complex because now you actually yeah. have a business, <laughs> you have a staff and it really makes it you, you really see clearly the difference in the business and where you're going to go from there. Well, we've got this one in place right now. We've got only a minute left in the show. So what is the future for your family? Give us a, what do you think the long-term view is here? So we're, we're obviously looking for more passive deals, but also our, our next lead deal. But I think one of the most exciting things for us is we've been able to bring our family and friends into the program. Uh, we've got three kids that are now members and invested in deals, Laurel's dad and two of her brothers. Our son-in-laws, uh, uh, or our son's in-laws, and several. Alan, I think that Alan, Alan, they cut us off, man. They cut oh, us okay. off. I'm sorry. I get you off soon enough. I apologize. All right. Well, I appreciate no you guys being on, and we'll talk with you later. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.
The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. KJCE. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.